Welcome to PICGO Happenings. I'm your host, Diana McFarland. I'm here to give you a front row view of county government. Thanks for joining us for PICGO Happenings today. Stay tuned to hear from Danville Community College President Jacqueline Powell about what the community college offers, how that has changed during the pandemic, and how Pittsylvania County and DCC partnered together to provide free laptops to 300 Pittsylvania County students at this college. First, I have an important vaccine update. The city of Danville stepped in and created an online portal for pre-registration for Pittsylvania County and Danville several weeks ago. Now the health department has its own online pre-registration that it developed, and we are encouraging residents to use that one instead. If you have already signed up with the previous link, you don't need to sign up again. If you're interested in the vaccine and haven't signed up yet, head to pittsylvaniacountyva.gov backslash 619 backslash vaccinations and click on the big submit your information here button. Once you have signed up, the health department will contact you when a vaccine is available. Please don't call or email to check the status of your vaccine. A successful vaccine clinic was held in Ringgold at the Cherrystone Baptist Association on Saturday. Hundreds were vaccinated, and particular emphasis was put on the elderly who don't have internet access and the African-American community. These types of large-scale vaccination events will continue happening in Pittsylvania County and Danville. The health department contacts those who have signed up and schedules their appointments. It is also important to remember that this is a two-dose vaccine. Everyone who receives a vaccine gets an appointment for their second dose about 28 days after the first. Please continue following the health guidelines, even as the vaccine becomes more widespread. Wash your hands, wear your mask, and maintain social distancing. In honor of Black History Month, Pittsylvania County will also be highlighting some prominent black movers and shakers from Pittsylvania County. For this week, Irvin C. Burton Sr. was a leader with the NAACP and Blair Civic League for many decades before his death in 1998. pushed for equal and quality educational opportunities for every Pittsylvania County student. He also fought for voting rights and helped many black Pittsylvania County residents navigate the process of registering to vote and encouraged black residents to run for office and be appointed to commissions and boards. A bridge on Route 360 was named after Irvin Burton in 2015. Keep up with Pittsylvania County's celebration of Black History Month at pittsylvaniacountyva.gov backslash 627 backslash black dash history dash month. I'm here with Jacqueline Powell, the president of Danville Community College. Thanks for joining us today. Appreciate you being here. Thank you for the invitation. So to start, if you just want to tell me a little bit kind of about yourself and how long you've been with DCC, that'd be great. I've been in the great uh, Commonwealth of Virginia now for almost uh, 19 months, uh, where I've been president here at Danville Community College. I've uh, been here long enough now to understand the culture and, 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 and all the beauty and the wonderful things about the um, Virginia, and then even being um, acclimated to Danville. Mm-hmm. And can you just kind of give me a high-level overview? I mean, I know, obviously, you guys offer college classes, you know, kind of pushing, pushing the, for the associate's degree so people then can transfer out. But what other services and certificates do you guys provide? Danville Community College, and people always focus on the college, but that's focused on that community piece, which means we do all types of activities and programs for our community. And most of us think about we are here to transfer just to the four-year. And while we are uh, do that, that's part of our mission, and we do that well, there are many other educational opportunities that we provide 
uh, here at our college as well as other community colleges. And they also could lead to a degree or a certificate. Um, here in Nanville, what I've learned is most people know us for our precision machining. Uh, again, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, we are well known for it. We are proud of it. Uh, the best in the state, and some people say we may be the best in the nation in terms of precision machining. But we also offer welding. Uh, people uh, tend to forget that our nursing program is the number one in the state. Uh, we have an early childhood program. Uh, we have automotive services program. And we also offer what I call um, learning for learning's sake, a lifelong learning type programs. And some of it is I, 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 I was young, made some, some hiccups, and I didn't get my high school diploma. So we can help you get your GED. There are some other ones that may work at a, at, a, at a company and they say, you know what, I really need to sharpen my skills in Excel or Word, and we can offer those type of programs to enhance you as well. Then we have certificate programs to get you a job. So as you can see, we have a wide spectrum of learning opportunities. No, that's a definitely a, a diverse, uh, I guess, selection of, of programs and, and offerings that you guys have. And I know colleges and, and I mean, education in general had gradually been moving more and more online. And on uh, the, the virtual part of that was becoming, I guess, more important over the past several years. But obviously, the, the pandemic sort of accelerated that. And I, I mean, I know you guys have, have had a lot more online classes. And um, so, I mean, talk to me about that, about how what that's been like trying to accelerate the, the um, transition to online and, and how that's gone so far. I kind of equate to flipping on a light switch. Today, you're in the dark. Tomorrow you flip the switch on and you go from 100% face-to-face and now you're doing 100% online. And in this past year, it's been a year now uh, that we've done it, we have sharpened our skills, we have moved things forward and we have learned that we're not only going to um, keep it because of the pandemic, this is the wave of the future. This is something we probably should have been in pre-pandemic, but now that we've got more than a toe in the water, that whole foot in the water. Our, our goal is to make sure our online offerings are as robust as our face-to-face -face where it is appropriate. Uh, we all know that uh, everything can't be taught online. There's some things you've just got to put your hands on it. And so we understand that. And we are continuing to upgrade our facilities for technology. One of the challenges that's unique to us being a rural community college is uh, broadband. That's something I can't control. I can't do anything about. But I have to um, understand how that impacts my faculty, how they're going to push stuff out, as well as my students that may or may not have access due to their remoteness or due to uh, economics. One of the things we've done is we uh, made all of our parking lots hotspots to try to support students where they can come and at least park in our lots and do their work online component has really, really um, moved us forward a lot quicker than we had anticipated, but we've taken it in stride. We've done very well and we'll continue to improve as we move forward in those areas. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. And the, you're talking about the, the hot spots and the parking lots. That's something we've done with all of our county buildings, as well as the, I think all of the high schools and the middle schools in Pennsylvania County. Cause you're, I mean, you're absolutely right. The broadband, that's a that's a $10, $10 million plus dollar question that we're, we're still trying to figure out how to approach that. And you're also talking about, you know, providing every opportunity possible. I know we partnered together, Pennsylvania County and the Danville Community College Educational Foundation, to provide laptops to, to Pennsylvania County students. So, I mean, what, what was kind of the, the motivation for wanting to do that, and how did that, how did that project come about? Okay, well, again, as we uh, uh, 
partner with our constituents, uh, Pennsylvania County and the city of Danville, um, uh, we, we pitched an idea to them about we would like to um, request funds to support our students in a variety of ways. CARES Act has different um, opportunities to utilize those funds. A common thread through all is the funds can be used for some type of technological improvement. So when we thought about it, as I've been president and begin to hear concerns from our students and our faculty, the overarching theme was technology. Um, most students had one of three problems. Either I don't have a laptop at all, I have an old or refurbished one that is not able to sustain the high definition of videos that our faculty were using, or I have a laptop, but I need it. I have children at home I'm trying to teach. We're trying to share one laptop mm -hmm. with me. My husband's trying to use it for work. The kids are trying to use it for school, and it's just not enough time in the day for all of us. Right. So as we begin to think about it, I met with um, um, our foundation executive director. We put our heads together and thought, what can we use this money for? And uh, we came up with the solution, what about laptops? That is a beneficial, that is also a high ticket item that again, during a pandemic where people have lost their jobs, they don't have resources to go and buy a laptop. Uh, and so as we did that, we, we made a pitch to, the, uh, to each of the entities and they said, sure, we have um, uh, CARES Act money that we can uh, support educational projects with. Uh, we would gladly partner with uh, the foundation to uh, secure these funds. So each one gave money. We, we shared with them what we're going to do with it. They were um, supportive of it. And the only two, um, uh, I'll say, restrictions or requirements was each uh, area, Pennsylvania County, Danville, the students had to be a resident in that particular area, which makes sense. The only other piece we put to it, they had to be a current student. Other than that, it was first come, first serve. That has by far been one of the most significant, the best projects we've done. Uh, we have touched so many students. When you hear the stories, well, I knew it would uh, lift up their ability to do work in the classroom. Uh, what I've learned it is, is really doing more than that for families because now they have a laptop they can use. So if they want to register and go get a COVID-19 shot, they, they have access to it. Mm -hmm. uh, they now have some technology that they can help their children now learn some things so they can stay uh, ahead or at least caught up in school. And so one of the best stories that lady got it and I talked to her, you know, we were handing out laptops and she, she was just like, y'all don't understand. This is literally uh, my prayers being answered. And she said, I had an old laptop. It was refurbished. It kept dying. She said, I closed it. I prayed over it. I opened it. And she said, within a few days, I noticed on DCC website, I received an email about laptops. I got it. She came through the line with tears in her eyes saying, y'all do not understand. I was going to have to drop out because I didn't have a laptop and I couldn't afford to buy one. And with everything being remote, she felt the only option was just drop out of school. That has been the reoccurring theme for most students. If I can't have the tools, then how am I going to go to school? I can imagine that is true for K through 12 students, university students, or for people that just can't afford it. Uh, and so I'm really excited to know that we are making a difference, not just educationally, which is what our goal is, but really impacting that family for more than just now because they get to keep the laptop. So this is the gift that's going to keep on giving. Mm -hmm. No, and that's a good point, what you said about that these laptops aren't, you know, it's not, obviously it will help with the education, but it going beyond that. And I've thought about that, you know, that students having, they need their laptop for their school, 
but I didn't think about, you know, those families that do have a computer, but all of a sudden there's four people that need to use that same computer, and that, that doesn't work. You're exactly right. From Pennsylvania County, we're, we're very appreciative of this opportunity to partner with you guys to, to use some of our CARES Act funds in this way to, to benefit our residents. And just so the public knows, Pennsylvania County also provided over $2 million in CARES Act funds to purchase 6,000 Chromebooks and 1,000 Internet hotspots for Pennsylvania County public schools. Um, so we're, we're working with schools across the board, across the educational spectrum, to ensure that our students have the resources they need, our families have the resources they need. The one thing I would like to do is I want to send out a special uh, thank you to the supervisors of Pennsylvania County uh, for supporting us, for uh, sharing their resources with us, and for assuring all the people in the county that they do care about uh, their constituents, and that education is a priority for them. So I want the President to say thank you for doing that, uh, and I look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Before we go, I just want to share some thoughts from a DCC nursing student who lives in Pennsylvania County and received a free laptop. Here is what Rebecca Taylor had to say about receiving a free laptop. Thank you so much to the DCC Educational Foundation and the generosity of Pennsylvania County. I was able to receive a free laptop. As most of you know, I have been putting myself through nursing school for the past few years, and money has been really tight. Ever since my last laptop stopped working, I have been in the market for a new one, but with paying for school out of pocket and other expenses, it just wasn't financially in the cards. I just can't thank them enough for choosing me, and I am so humbled and grateful. It will be put to good use in the coming months and years. Thank you for listening to Pitco Happenings. I hope you learned something informative. If you have a question, or want to make a comment, give me a call or send a text to 434-489-8739.